You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. So you continue down to this door here. Now, this is a, a, a double set of wooden doors leading to probably a slightly bigger room. Uh, and opening it up, you can see that it, in fact, leads to what appears to be a very large storehouse. Sorry, a cellar. Pardon me. Well, like, whatever. Storehouse, cellar. So this is a cellar. There are four stone pillars that are bracing this 10-foot vaulted ceiling. It's a dry cellar, uh, the walls of which have been lined with a dozen barrels on big wooden braces. Half the barrels have brass sprigates tapped into them. The room also contains two stacks of wooden crates and one in the middle of the room and another on the southern wall. Now, this very much looks like an actual proper, like, cellar. You know, like it's... um, As in part of a building itself. As in part of the building itself. There is one room... So that's in character. I I don't mind this out of character. No, it's like, oh, thank the gods. I've been in character as this unpleasant lady. As for All right, too let's, long. Let's hear the rest of the description and then see if there's a set of stairs that lead. There is one. Okay, so in this cellar, which is big, as mentioned, mm-hmm. there is one little door leading out. But you can see because it's actually that door is open, so you, you don't have to, you know, just just search to find it because it leads to the wine cellar. So the door stands open. There is I mean, wall to wall to ceiling stacks of wine, and you know they look nice. It looks like a well-stocked wine cellar, just for any of those who may be tempted to... Doctor um, grabs a bottle, just the, the, the first the bottle was in reach. Oh, no, the, the, no, no, this is a bag, bag of holding. Bag of holding. No, 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 this is because we're going go, to keep moving. That's a Turnish 1284. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth 100 gold. It's, it's all, the bag of holding is empty space, isn't it? They can't smash and break against each other. No, yeah, it's, it's the, like a void. Suspended, it's yeah. suspended in void. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so we just fill it. We fill it with every bottle we can find. I just all five I, of us I'll take just, a moment. Yes, I think we're all except oh, for no, possibly Raya. Probably not me. Actually, oh, yeah. take, take wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Ben, do yeah. you want to give me an investigation? Happy to. <laughs> And I'll give you advantage due to your noble and snooty upbringing <laughs> to very quickly ascertain the most expensive wines in here for both indulgence and also resale. Twenty-four on investigation. <laughs> you know, just like I like, I like, the, I, like, I like to think that despite the haste, you actually have to stop for a second and go, "Ooh, the two hundred eighty-four, eighty-three. Do we want more of a more of a honey finish or a, or a tart finish? Can't we just take them all? <laughs> Someone else for the time. Is there a moment? Where, where someone someone says, just choose them, they're all the same. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the same. All the same? <laughs> I'm certain to your provincial palate. Yes, I'm, you'll get you drunker faster. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this little argument there while you're snatching wines. I'm going to roll... Okay. Oh, fuck. All right, so you... <laughs> You snatch 18 expensive bottles of wine. Uh, You can evaluate them later, but that's going to get you a pretty penny. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, now, not selling them. Most importantly, <laughs> yes. Most importantly for your for your purposes, there is a set of stone stairs that lead up. Yay! <laughs> so <laughs> you literally gone from like <laughs> clockwise around the entire yeah, damn we place. If we'd gone anti-clockwise, we would have been there immediately. If we went there. We would have. What does the map look like? Is it just one yeah. big rectangle? It's like I've modified it slightly, but like it's that's it. 
Wow. Look, props for being realistic. <laughs> yeah. Also, just annoying to walk around. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to fast track. Yeah, it's like, blah, 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 you walk in. I just ask you every time, do you search the room? Yeah. The one the one thing I allowed you to search was the one thing that had something in there to find. You know, there's ways to shortcut this. Speaking of which, Dungeon Crawling in D&D. Man, what the fuck is this bullshit? How novel. So, this, you come up to a room, which is actually pretty small. It's only about like 15 foot by 10 feet. And, you know, it's kind of like the little ante room that leads down to the cell. But basically in here, there is a barrel of fresh water and there's the brick wall staircase that leads down. Nothing else in here except, of course, for the one door that leads out. Now, you're in the manor, you think, because right now you are now surrounded by that sort of, you know, that sort of Tudor-esque design, you know, plaster walls that's braced with dark wooden support beams and cross beams and things like that. Yeah. There is a small hooded lantern on the wall, which is not lit currently. Uh, And the door here now looks very unguarded and unfortified and just like a nice beautiful oak wooden door so you just open it from this side I, I guess so you're yep. listening out and nah. stuff or you're just no, trancing through no, the no, well, no, I, I presume I'm in the lead because yes. of the disguise and Silver's able to just barge through it's, great yeah, oh, yeah okay <laughs> um, so you burst out into the kitchen so it's a grand manor kitchen. You yeah. can see there are two servants in here. There's an elderly man who's dressed like a butler or essential, mm-hmm. uh, who is comforting what appears to be a, a scullery maid. Um, yeah. So she's she's just like sobbing her eyes out. She's in like a, a effectively a Renaissance era sort of maid's outfit, just in the corner there. He's poured her a glass of wine, and uh, you know he's a tall, balding, balding fellow with a a, a bristly white moustache and is wearing a very firm pressed sort of butler's suit. Yeah. And he's just you know sort of consoling her basically while she's sobbing her eyes out and she's she has blood on her hands which is which has been washed but not completely off you know like you've you've done a quick wash of the hands after blood so anyway when when you come in and uh, assuming you are the duke yeah uh, he just turns and says my lady so nice to see you back so soon uh channeling my best asher bell Mm -hmm. i will uh like what's wrong with her why does she have blood on her hands bloody poor people Do you say that? No, I just say, what's wrong so, with it? So she just says, actually she, Tom Brown. She yeah. looks at you in astonishment as if she can't believe that you've asked that question mm-hmm. to her and just goes, Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I realise that it, it, will just, it will just take some time, my lady. I'm sorry. I'll look to the Please cellar. forgive me. He, he looks at you and says, I, um... Uh, and actually looks a bit he looks a bit savvy this guy can you yeah. give me a deception yeah, yeah, check because sure. apparently what you've asked is odd for you, yes. for you to ask well, I, was, I was more asking I mean, look, him he, what the deal is with her because she's crying oh. I was asking him like what's going on with her she's got blood on her hand she's crying Is she has she fouled up this is why I was saying I was channeling Asha as in has she fouled something up has she made some mistake that I oh okay okay um, I wasn't asking out of concern for no, her no that's okay listen, listen still give me a deception yeah. check it's time we time we make this uh, a thing so uh, 18 great so okay he seems convinced and so turns and says oh, my lady please and like sort of escorts uh, escorts all of you oh, will your friends perhaps be availing themselves of the so removing their attire since we are upstairs my lady no plans have changed guard this door carefully and make sure that no one interrupts um, no one interrupts the ceremony especially my sons very good my lady of course and he leans forward and says oh, don't worry we, we, we understand that her husband transgressed he did not mean to knock over that vase no. your retribution and punishment was uh, very well deserved of course but you, you understand as his wife she will take <laughs> more, more than more than an hour to get over the passing of her husband yes quite uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
as you say yourself, <laughs> you threw him from the balcony. That accidents happen. Uh, but but um, I know that I have cleaned the vase and have already put in some word with the couriers to obtain three more just like it. Excellent work, Grimsby. Is this to be my name going forward, Mom? I shall decide on the. <laughs> I shall decide by the hour. <laughs> So he, he nods and just goes and stands in front of the door. Uh, come, come, we cannot be crying all evening. Yep, good, they're all a bunch of lunatics. Let's just go and find the upstairs bedroom. So oh, what's that? That's... He says, I am feeling benevolent, so I shall allow you to use part of your 15 minute rest break to plan funeral. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, so weird. She says, Thank you very much. Grimsby! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, you leave. I mean, you walk past the kitchen, obviously. Yeah, we right? had the uh, bedroom pointed out to us. Yeah, you, yes. know, you, know, you know exactly yeah, where it is. We yeah, mainly know where we're going once we get ourselves to a staircase. We know which floor at the very least and where it's facing. Absolutely. So, listen, you 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 walk past, obviously, the, you know, the, the, the kitchen itself into the gallery. So, yeah. this is like the, the main sort of central part of the house. Judging by its size, this obviously would dominate the, the main middle section of the entire house. There are black curtains that are drawn across the windows of the south, keeping the hall dark and cool during the daytime. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Grimsby is wanders around the place. Uh, now, you can see that there is a sixth. There's one odd thing in this room, apart from just standard rich guy manner. There is a six foot tall wax statue in one corner depicting what appears to be a noble cradling what looks like a tressum. Oh, the yeah, flying cat. A flying cat. Oh. As you wander into this main thing, all of a sudden, a tressum wanders up to you, to your feet. It looks like the most grim, brutal looking tressum you have ever seen in your entire, entire life. It's a big, shaggy, mancoon sized, oh, no. elderly looking tressum with big wings and a missing ear. And you know, just if you think of like big, rough looking, Oof. big, rough oh. looking, oh man, okay. Shaggy gray, shaggy gray cat wanders up and just kind of like, and then just kind of like just starts purr, starts purring against your legs and then wanders over to you and starts purring on your legs and just look as have you got any of that lamb shank left Mark probably I've got that probably got, still got the bone you, you hear a voice for the first time you actually hear the shield's voice inside your head and it says oh he says his name is Slobberchops, <laughs> and he can see through your illusion, but doesn't care. Uh, can I talk mentally to the shield? Yes. Oh, I'll be like, great to know. Is Shuri in there? I believe so. It is difficult for me to tell. All is strange. We need to keep moving. Oh, we'll keep moving. I will, okay, very good. I'll pick up Slobberchops. Yep, so yeah, Slobberchops just kind of sits there. Oh yep, on the shoulder. And then, and then as you do, Slobberchops just kind of... And like, and like yeah. kisses at a, oh, a, a corner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Go get him. Uh, go get him, boy. Go get him. <laughs> throw it. Do you want me to throw it? He's got wings. No. Oh, wings. Does it have wings? Yes. Throw the cat. So Tristan's yeah. a wind cat. Yeah, so I'll sort of yeah. give him a little launch. Like, go get him. Giddy. He, he just look, he looks at you in a very disgruntled fashion. <laughs> the same way that all cats do whenever you command them to do right, something. Uh, and he goes... And the, and the shield says... He says he will do it for food. Yeah, sure. Doctor will pull out a... Uh, well, you'd have to tell No, 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 no. You, you get a shield in her too. 
Do I? You can hit. You all hear this. Doctor will pull out like some of his jerky and just. I was just thinking that. Okay, so he just he, he eats it and then just goes. <laughs> it isn't really a fight because he he goes he goes to attack the imp and then just like grabs it and like you know starts playing with it, thumps it to the ground and then you hear this no um, ah beans <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden like he's like, and like you hear you hear a ripping sound and then briefly you see a decapitated imp and then you see it just because it just gets banished back to hell doesn't yes. it yeah. exactly. Would actually be an incredibly effective predator of imps for all the obvious reasons. Yeah. But, but see, some tresums, as you know, just just they're common enough that you are aware that certain tresums actually have certain you know magical abilities, like being able to see invisible things yeah, yeah, yeah. and to see through illusions. Well, cats would be able to do that anyway. I mean, invisible doesn't come sound and smell. Yeah, all the rest of it. But but yeah, some tresums can also see. I also wanted to ask: Does slaughter chops bring back the imp's head and like plop it? It would, except for the fact that the imp is banished back to hell when Damn it dies. It. But yeah, no, so, yeah, so, so Sober Chops goes and gets back on your shoulder. Good. Okay, oh, keep, keep going up to the room. Great. So, going up to the, to the second floor, you come up into into the big landing here. So there's a, a the upstairs hallway. There are lanterns that are hanging from the rafters so of this very drafty hall. Oof. There's a long staircase here. Now, you can see that there are five guards, five house guards. So they're all, they're all human, one lady and four gentlemen, and they are all dressed in the, the livery of the house. So it's sort of this purple and red ensemble with the Vantham Pua crest. And they have, you know, chainmail, conical helms with nose guards, wooden shields and short swords drawn. When you wander on up, they look a little bit alert, but nothing crazy. They, they look to you and obviously see that it's that it's you. And so they all just sort of like, like just give a little bow and just continue their patrol. Yeah. Um, so the leader is a, a red bearded fellow who in about his early 30s or so just wanders over and says, Pardon me for asking you, ma'am. Is everything all right? You're back earlier than expected. I'll just tap the shield. He, he actually clearly doesn't oh, know oh, what that uh, means. Yes, everything's fine. Continue on a duty. <laughs> but, <laughs> clearly but, you, but you tap it anyway. I tap it anyway. He says, oh, I see. You you, you found something that you want to get your uh, son to inspect for you. Yes, quite. No, you're right, ma'am. Yeah, that's it. There's not much else. They're not going to... I mean, look... Even if they were suspicious of something, they're not going to do shit. They, just, they, they, they let you go. I mean, the person I'm person literally just threw someone for balcony for breaking a vase. Yes, from exactly. what I understand. Like, Indeed. an hour ago. Like, I don't know, two hours ago or something. They're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to question her because I don't like the way she's acting. So, going by the description, you know where Thirstwell's bedroom is. So, you know, it's at the far end and then to the left. So, you, you travel... You, you walk to the western end of the corridor and then to the south. So, uh, Slobberchop, once again, looks to the end of the corridor and sort of like... Jerky? Uh, if this cat eats all my jerky, I'm going to be really pissed off. <laughs> I need so, that. So I'm cultivating mass. I need to ask, is yes. Slobberchop like a demon or like an actual creature? No, an animal? He is a tressum. So tressums are magical creatures that are basically winged cats. They're, okay. they're, very, they're very adorable. They give out little sounds that are somewhere between a cat purring and a pigeon cooing. Okay. And they've got big big wings and they've got and they and they've got little sort of feathers that go down their chest. Yeah. Ooh. But um yeah, they come in all different See, shapes and sizes. But okay. first of all, I was gonna think one of two things. Either it's clearly the group come to get him, or Mother has killed the group that I sent to assassinate him, and I'm in big trouble. Possibly not death trouble, but either way, it's going to be. You're ready. grounded, and I'm killing your imps. Oh, um, mother, not a th- I'm not a thrashing. Um, yeah, yes. The I'm taking away your toys. No, the Tresums sound like they come from the same sort of like a central place as Griffins. 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I meant. Like, like, were they magical, but not like magic. Yeah, no, exactly. So they're not like yeah. demons. They're not natural. They're not but like they're an not imp, but they're like a creature extra that lives on the material plane. Yeah. 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 They're, just like, they're, they're like a lot of... Ma- they're, they're in the same vein as like griffins, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Magical, they're magical creatures, yeah. but they are not, you know, extra planar. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I want to know, because yeah. I'd never come across uh, one before. Yeah. They're yeah. Not all, some of them, some of them uh, have way above average animal intelligence, yeah. uh, to the point of being almost like people. And, yeah. uh, and some of them have got it's magical abilities... Of mostly of sight, like so, some of them can see through illusions or see through see invisibility, but not all of them. Bless yeah. their heart with magic. Uh, so get it. you walk up to the door. Does he get the imp? Uh, oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Slobberchops is going to go. Wait, he, she. <laughs> what are Slobberchops pronouns? He. 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 Yeah. So, okay, so, so big angry. Is, yeah. So he. <laughs> I've got some big angry women in my house. <laughs> so the told me a lot about myself. He attacks the imp. In in this instance, the imp flies away and just goes. Ah! It just fucks off. Fair. Okay. Uh, Slow just kind of like. He already knows. Are we, are, we, are, we, are we killing the imps? Uh, I'm trying yes. to get the cat to do it. All right, Doctor pulls out a hand axe and just the, chucks the, it after the The human end. guards actually all look, look at this uh, situation going on and the imp fly away. Let's patrol downstairs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, all, they all make their way. Uh, yeah, I guess it's clearly above their pay grade. Uh, hand axe. No, that's a natural one. I completely missed it. Straight to the back of my head. Out of the window. So you throw a hand axe at the fleeing imp. It thuds into the wall. And the guards, once again, just look at this axe quivering. Yeah, don't you forget it. And they leave. All right, let's just get up to the door. From inside, actually, as you approach the door, from inside, you actually hear this, Do you mind? I'm trying to read. All right. Kick in the door. It's a no. Get it. No, 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 no. You want to do a thing? Thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy works. Here Is the it. door locked? Yes. Do we want to bust down the door? We can just yes, with the key. objectively. <laughs> oh, yeah, that also works. Well, okay, here's I'm what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. If you if it's locked, your thaumaturgy isn't going to work. No, it isn't. But here's what I'll do. Can I stick the key for a second? Yeah, sure. All right, so I take the key, and using my telekinetic ability to <laughs> uh, cast Mage Hand, uh, yes. I'm going to urge people yeah, to take a few steps back. Then use the key to unlock the door and then hand it over to Adelise to use Thaumaturgy to open the door. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so you so that works perfectly. Mm-hmm. If any traps are set off, we'll be at a distance. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so clearly the person inside hears the click of the door yeah. unlocking yeah. and says, I do not wish to be disturbed. Good. Yeah. Thaumaturgy is not so, subtle. So Thaumaturgy, boom. Just, just this kind of like, she Bridge sweeps out her arms. <laughs> And Shit. the doors go. Room service. <laughs> All right. I mean, wow. I guess he'll see his mother. So I'm going to try and keep up a charade for a minute. Okay. So I, you I know if goes, So the door bursts open. And and we'll be down the corridor. Oh yeah. And my mother with cultists. And then you swan in. So you're standing outside the door. Yeah, yeah. Far enough not to be exploded if there was a trap, but definitely okay. within vision. Okay, that's yeah. fair. So in that case, then uh, you. The door bursts open and you can see there are drab curtains that are covering this plain room. The room itself is actually pretty big. So it's about 20 feet by 20 feet or plus in a square. There is a very large bed, very comfortable looking lavish bed. I mean, if you spent your life in bed, you would presume, and you're wealthy, you presume. What's up, Grandpa you, Joe? You presume? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Grandpa Joe. No, Grandpa he was 94 years old. He's allowed to stay in bed. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <But> you all. <laughs> There is a padlocked iron chest at the foot of the bed. 
Yeah. There is a claw-footed iron bathtub, you know, in that classic style, yeah. right next to a fireplace, which is uh, burning away pleasantly while the storm rages outside. It's quite a cozy room, actually. And so, uh, sort of leaning, half leaning on the side of the bed, so sort of like half standing, but not really, in what looks to be very lavish, pale sky blue bedclothes, you can see that there is a very, very sickly looking gentleman. He's very tall. But he's the one thing he has in common with the rest of his family. But yeah. he's very, very gaunt. Uh, he's got very pale skin, probably both from ethnicity, but also from his uh, pallid condition. Uh, he's got long, kind of well-washed, but otherwise sort of scraggly black hair. And, you know, sort of big, soulful brown eyes, which he's now looking at you. He, If he wasn't so gaunt and didn't have such a sneer on his face, he'd be a very sort of beautiful man. Yeah. Um, but he looks to be like maybe late 20s at most. Yeah. Now he's young. And he's reading it. He's he has like five books, books everywhere on his bed. On his bed, um, he has a large writing desk uh, with a wheelchair in front of it, and you can see you know pen, quill, ink. There is also an imp which is not invisible, which is just sitting on the desk, like looking up as you burst in. Uh, so, and you can see also you you can hear flapping of wings. Yeah. So you think that there's way more than one imp in here, but there's one visible imp in here. Yeah. He looks up to you and, and and just kind of peers at you for a second and says, "How did it go?" First wildlife boy, you have been very bad. Hiring a group of adventurers to have me killed? Did you really think you'd get away with it? As as <laughs> as Lady as Duke Vanthampore walks through, I'm still in my cultist robes. I bow as I gesture in. I am not in the room at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in the room. Okay, give me a deception check. Not the least of which is I don't have to bow. It's a silver tongue. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, ooh, 21. Okay. He says, and I've got the golden shield, Tom. You do, don't let me tap the shield. You, you do have <laughs> I, mean, I feel like shield. that's the biggest badge of not being a fakie, is the fact that I have this artifact. <laughs> that's very true. Um, um, that's he, why I've been referring to it constantly. He says, Mother, <laughs> surely you do, not, you do not think I would let the events of last summer go unanswered? <laughs> Rude! I thought I raised you better than this! He smiles for a second, looks at you and says, Alright, very good. But who are you? Uh, yes, I was going to I was going to go along with a lie there. He says, come, let's talk. There's no reason for this to end in violence. I think there's a lot we can offer each other. Alright, I'll shift to Zariel. His first question... <laughs> no! Oh. <laughs> I've seen half a dozen statues. I'll shift to the image of Zaru. I mean, like, I mean, it's a vague shape. Like, you've only seen, like, statue... Like, yeah. a, a statue made of flame... Tapestries and... and, and artistic yeah. interpretation. Okay, so it's a bad version of Zaru. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, kind of oh, long wow. and asymmetrical. It's like... I'm not trying to confuse him particularly. I don't expect him to buy it. It's just... Your Mortlock was very good, my dear. <laughs> but I've been on to you since then. Do you know how... Uh, all the dozens of bloody imps you have flying around the place? Well, surely there is that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Enlighten me. He says, it was the particular contractions used. Mortlock is someone who speaks poorly but tries to speak well. Yeah. As a result, his contractions are, shall I say, inconsistent. Does he end sentences with certain contractions that one wouldn't normally do, like weave? Indeed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> actually, actually I'm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm actually literally taking this this feedback on board. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll have to watch their cadence in future when I impersonate people. He says, never underestimate also, as your physical appearance often doesn't change, although I suspect that you are a changeling rather than a, an illusioned wizard. So even though it does change, not used to other dimensions, remember posture. <laughs> it is most important. I'll change to him, like all hunched over and gaunt. He says... Ah, oh, yes, that's exactly what I needed this evening. <laughs> Just when I thought he says, yeah. 
just when my night couldn't get any worse or more complicated, I have to look at my own pallid, crippled form standing in front of me with more posture than I could master for the last seven years. Splendid. Mm-hmm. Doctor walks into the room to see me. like, I'm bored. <laughs> We're having a villainous monologue, Doctor. Duologue. Uh, no, he no, says, listen. Exchange. He says, I have a singular proposal for you. And rest assured when I say, first of all, I do not mean to threaten you, but should this come to blows, one of you will die. My imps will see to that. One, At least one of you. You're not immune to poison. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. You better just come out. You go get in and all these. He says, I see I'll no, be in the doorway. He though. says, I see no scenario. Allow me to put all my cards on the table. I see no scenario in which I end up a free man at the end of the season. I would, however, like to be a living imprisoned one. If you agree to take me into custody, handing me over to uh, the, the Flaming Fist, I will... Admit to all, including my family's transgressions. I will be, I will give names, I will give places, I will give uh, uh, connections, and I will uh, supply documentation. I will, of course, be in prison for life, but I will avoid the death penalty. You will see to this. Uh, is he legit? I'm going to roll. Uh, good, good. Like, yeah. You should too. Yeah, I should too. Like, not just the inside. The idiot. Yeah, inside. Yeah. That's How it. dare you? I'm not even rolling inside. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Nick. Critical fail? 18. Nice. Which actually seems pretty likely because I'm very much involved in talking to him and being. Well, he wouldn't know us about the thing like this. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm watching him. Okay, so your overall score was 18? Yes. And yours was? Uh, <laughs> it was a crit. It was a crit fail. Okay. And the main site's only plus three. So far, you think he's telling the truth, as far as you can tell. He says, additionally, I offer up the lives of the other refugees, ones that have been stalked out by another faction earlier. Uh, I know you're keeping them, of course, and I will make sure that uh, the eight that I have imprisoned, particularly miserable-looking sorts, are not slain. However, unless I give word to my people uh, by sunrise, they will be. I hate to use such crass tactics, but I saw something like this occurring. As he's putting his proposal on the table, I will walk into the room and I will throw open the curtains to provide a view of the grounds below. Okay, done. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stormy, it's nighttime, but yeah, he, he doesn't recoil or anything. He, no, that's fair. he looks outside. No, all good. He's uh, in the sunlight. So... Seeming that he's telling the truth, our characters think he's telling the truth, even if, you know, we yep. don't. Yeah, at, 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 on an 18, mm. for instance. That's so you would... He's speaking the truth. Well, actually, he, actually uh, I will tell you. Yeah. Sorry, with an 18, you think the part about him having captives mm. is, is a lie. You don't think that he has managed to get the captives. You think he's telling okay. the truth about knowing where your refugees are staying, mm. but you don't think that he has managed to obtain them. That's still... Okay. still I mean, you think everything else he's on the level about, but that particular part is probably just something extra he threw in there. Uh, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I, uh, I'll say it in character there. Uh, it is an interesting proposal. I'll just turn to you guys, I guess. Yes. All right. Flame Sodge does owe us. I want to fight something. <laughs> Should I find a nib? Can I, can I just quickly say, after all this is said and done, assuming that we survive all this, we're going to have a serious talk as to where boredom sits. In the grand hierarchy of needs. <laughs> <laughs> Where says, wait a minute, can we trust that he will be in prison for life? Can- I don't. Let me, there's no point in really whispering because there's imps everywhere, so he's hearing everything. He leans, back, he leans back and says, correct. And slobber chops can only see so many and attack so many. Doctor just walked towards where his best guess of an imp was and made an attack roll with disadvantage. No! And rolled a 17 and a 20. You, wait, you seriously? Apparently. His body's just like, you know, like almost like, like a broom with his halberd, just like meh, meh, meh. Okay, so you... <laughs> fine. Roll damage. 
That was a that's nice. uh, that's eleven damage to an imp. Okay, so you kill the imp. Um, <laughs> it explodes into a shower of sparks. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> initiative. I sound ah! fucking like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna kill the ants. I'm not attacking him. No, now they're all going to attack us. That's fine. That's he can't tell them to kill the people then. We don't know how many there are. <laughs> all right, let's do this. So, Why did you do this to us? Um, all seriously, there's gonna be a conversation about boredom <laughs> and how Jesus Christ and how right. fucking how fucking I don't, don't give a shit about bogged down by plot. <laughs> Great. No, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I never get to make bad choices. Look, as like a this. person who's initiated a, fir- a few a fair few fights, I can't fault you for it. It probably right. is what Doctor would do. I never so <laughs> could you Okay, Sam? Nineteen. Oh, thank goodness. I uh, <laughs> No, don't say thank goodness. Mark. Dirty twenty. Ooh, my, okay. <sighs> Oh yeah, Doctor. Daddy looks from Ben and Daddy Twenty on the die. Uh five. Uh Ben? Ten. You can you know you can talk during combat. You can tell him to call the imps off. Mark, you hear the you hear the flippy flap of many wings descending upon your person. What, what do you do? Bring it on. You so you you know that there is five more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know because you can hear them now. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not they're invisible still, but they're, they're screeching and chattering, and the wings are flapping. And you know you, you can hear them scrabbling from the top of the bed and from the from the writing desk next. And there's also the visible one, by the way, which yeah. is now going to run forward you as well. So that's so yeah. Now there is five in total. As I just had a realization. So they're invisible. They'll get an advantage on an attack roll against me. Yes, exactly. Yes. So reckless yes. attack is what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, reckless attack is what I do to remove disadvantage. Yeah, right. do it. <laughs> That's a natural one. I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> oh, you swing so for the uh, 19 to hit. Uh, yes, definitely. Can, can we at least right. can we at least get some inspiration for this bullshit? Yeah, you. By now, you have all earned your inspiration back. So Ooh. everyone may have their inspiration back, as you may fucking need it. Yes. Uh, hey, don't look at me. I was negotiating. No, I don't know where exactly <laughs> I'm looking. Eight yeah. damage. Eight damage. Join him. Oh, I know, I'm just so used one to the invisible one. That I can't, like, separate them. Nick, no! <laughs> what? I didn't do it. Sorry, it's supposed to happen. No! <laughs> Eight damage to one of the invisible imps, Tom. Okay, so that imp Ooh. is uh, wounded, but is not dead. Um, <laughs> can't even kill an imp. Yeah. What the Sam, <laughs> I've just killed one. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam, it is your turn. There's a visible imp that you can attack. I didn't want to. Well, here we are. It's an I'm not sure anybody but Doctor wanted this exact thing to happen. Ashen Bell didn't want a lot of things to happen. Here we are, dressed in cultist robes. We're at the end of a dungeon and there's no again. We're just going to talk our way out. What is this, Mass Effect? We just hear this like, it turns out that Doctor would be a problem. Sam, we do. Uh, look, I may as well just You're gonna have defend to. Docton. I'm gonna have to try and shoot the shoot the imp off him. Get off! Eldritch blast. The disadvantage because it's still invisible. Oh, isn't there a visible imp? No, no, it was. Oh, they, sorry, there, there is a visible one that's on the writing desk. No, because it hasn't attacked you yet. <laughs> no, but there's a visible. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. No, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. It is eighteen. Ah, oh, yeah. Easy. I assume that you, like you could probably just like I I personally would not fault you for just being like well 
you know, this is happening, and just like sit back and take a sip of. No, no, I'm gonna try and talk him down. Like, well. In my turn, I'm gonna try and talk him yeah. down. But fourteen that's, damage. That's I actually didn't think it would initiate a whole combat. Hit Your eldritch blast. I mean, to be fair, it's not him ordering them to do yeah. so. It's just killing the M's has made the other M's attack. Yeah. Regardless like I said, of what first will is would not, so would not yeah. fault you for leaving me to my own. <laughs> so, so that so another one is now destroyed. Your your blast of <laughs> so it's now the M's turn. Uh, so the Bring remaining it. four are now going to got a new pacemaker installed. Like so <laughs> oh my god, Mark! What is your what is your sixteen? Um, sixteen. Now you're a dwarf, which is good. This is a good thing with the poison stuff. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Unless he eats them, he'll be okay. Ah, huh. oh, beans. So sixteen. Okay, good, good, good. So advantage on the first attack. So basically, four imps go to sting you. Technically, the imps sorry, are venomous. Sorry, three. Three invisible imps get advantage, and yes. then the one on the writing table also flies over. It gets advantage anyway. Oh, oh, good, good to know. He's just streamlining it for you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Streamlining, that's awesome. it, streamlining his inevitable. Well, okay. they had advantage anyway. Exactly. So why yeah, not I agree. Nullifying yeah. Promote yeah. Um, So, <laughs> would you, would you, please take as all four of them manage to sting you? Oh. Would you please first of all take twenty damage exactly from yeah. just 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 from the the scorpion like tails hitting you? Yeah. Sure. And then can you make four Constitution saving throws, please? Sure. Did you uh, take any healing? Is this versus poison? It is versus poison. Yes, I was at forty hit points. Yeah. Alright, so you've taken some healing potions yeah. and the last one. Do you remember how many? Uh, I took three. Three. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you just see like. I couldn't work yeah. out. I have advantage on saves versus poison That's and it. poison damage resistance. Good. Yeah, no, you'll probably survive it. Plus con. Yep. Oh, well, then you've just oh. passed it with your roll. So yeah. You. So that's a 21. Passed. A 19. Good. Yep, yep, yep. Passed. Uh, and that 20. There we are. And Passed. yeah, you literally just rolled. If you roll over 24. 11, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It, I have to roll a five to pass. Uh, so yeah, that's that's four passes, Tom. Okay, good. First, will to his to his credit, uh, he's going to cast a spell upon his own person. Yep. Ooh, cheeky oh, bastard! Uh, which appears to be sanctuary. Yeah. So he's surrounded by a translucent barrier. That's good. But then he but then he not screams out. Uh, then he screams out. Stop this! What are you doing? Good. Um, and that's it. Enemy's yeah. turn. Uh, ben. Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you had it. I do, but I'm lower in the order. You right. defer. In which case, no, I'll, I'll, do you have a fix? I will call it out then. Doctor, nobody said attack! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, are you doing anything? I mean, dodge action maybe? Just, uh, yeah, probably dodge. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, if you, if you do nothing else, take the dodge action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it, every, everyone gets disadvantage on every attack mm-hmm. until the yeah. next turn. So, yes, so we'll just say you, you take up a defensive stance, yeah. And yeah. You, and, but you shout out these words of alarm. Next. Yes. I'll say to him, I'm sorry, our friend the dwarf's an idiot. Um, <laughs> I have an average <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> Do you have Prove those it. in noble families? <laughs> yes. Call yes. Off. You have met my brother. Most of them, as a matter of fact. Call the imps off and we'll deal with the dwarf and we can get back to a civilised conversation. He says, if you call your dwarf off... Doctor, stop! Down! <laughs> Slobber Chops is getting into it. Slobber Chops is Slobber Chops, Doctor! Down! Uh, translation from the shield. He says, bring it on, bitches. It's not good! Men, Slobber Chops! <laughs> so, okay, assuming that Doctor agrees, first of all, we'll command the imps to. Alright, just well, up to his no. action. So I've he had my fun. So I, that, I genuinely, I was just like, I thought he had them more under control. Stand down! One more chance they will have. Yeah, just to be clear, what you did was the equivalent of someone attacking your cat just cause. Yeah. Well, the, 
millenniums, though. Yeah, but... Mean my cat belongs on this planet. <laughs> that doesn't mean that his... To be fair, though, I get it. Yeah, yeah, he probably thinks so. The imps then all go, as their action, all go invisible again. Incl- including now, the one that was visible on the table. They're all invisible. And you can hear what sounds like two of them flapping away. Um, so the... Sorry, I just want to go back and clarify something. The 20 yes. damage I took, that was physical damage. Yes. Yeah. And I just saved versus the poison. Exactly right. Okay, yeah. good. So you're fine. I mean, you feel probably a bit sickly, but like a bit hungover. But yeah. otherwise, you're fine. I have a headache. Two of the imps leave. <laughs> Thurston just sits down in his sanctuary spell. Yes. And then just kind of like sit. Uh, actually, how long does sanctuary last? That's what I'm curious to know myself. Well, I guess like an hour or something. No, it's longer, I think. Like an hour? So we don't want to hurt him. I'm anyway. not gonna, uh, like, I've never but read yet. anything about sanctuary. I, mean, but I'm I wasn't prepared guess. to rule it out, but I also wasn't. Why have the open part monks can cast sanctuary? <laughs> Let me just double check. Uh, a minute. So oh. he doesn't have long. So, yeah. but yeah. That's it, all. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's actually not concentration either. So he no. just yeah, he it's it's very casual. He's kind it's of a great sit, spell. He just sort of sits on the bed and he's surrounded by a shimmering aura, uh, which smells ever so slightly of brimstone. Mm-hmm. So you think it's definitely a you know it's clerical, but it's obviously from Infernal. you know. I'll talk to Asher then. It's yeah. just, my my proposal is simple. Oh yes. Did he say anything else or that? He he's, he's explained his proposal. Yeah, he, good. I'll he, be he, you. He's smart. He sees no way that he either doesn't end up dead or in or prison. Jail. So he may as well be in jail and alive. Exactly. I'm inclined to take his offer. It's the hard proof we need. And he's the only one left who can give us any details. We add that you have to explain all your nonsense. Yes, of course. Of Tariel, the whole thing. Indeed. Oh, he says, to be honest with you, I'm quite looking forward to the disruption that me outing the members of the Flaming Fist and the nobility and the Merchant's Guild will cause. He's going to get killed in prison. Yeah, I'd I say, there's no, yeah, not our, not ob- objectively, objectively, this is not going to be our problem. Yeah. Um, He's so I'm inclined to take his deal. He says, right. while it was never my decision, I'm the one who made correspondence with most of our corrupted members of government. Mm. All right, first of all, come clean. From yeah, the he, beginning, what happened to El Tero? He smiles and says, For that you will have to ask my mother. She, oh. she fears my intelligence, and so she has kept me largely in the dark about certain things. I do know, however, that it was orchestrated by her and that pig Krieg, who now, if you have not found him yet, he dwells below in the... He looks at the shield. I so see you found him. Yeah. I assume... He says... Let me take a wild guess. Both my love, both my mother and Krieg are now dead, with no further answers given to you. He says, of, he says, looking very pointedly at Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fallen of El Terrell will know some measure of justice. How much of it depends on what you tell us. He says, I honestly have decided that the further plans are not worth it, mostly because I doubt my mother. She disagrees with my intelligence and sharpness. She knows that I've seen through her ruse. I know that she does not merely plan to take over Baldur's Gate, but she wishes it to succumb to a similar fate as Elturel. Wished. Well, yes. He smiles. Yes. Good. As to how it was done, I know that it was done partially with what dwells within. And he points to the chest. Yep. The mm-hmm. box within that chest. Which... He says, so far has evaded my ability to open. I will also give you this for free. He walks over to the chest, actually. That's what he can walk. Pull, pull, well, he, very, very oh, yeah. poorly. Like, he, can, he kind of limps over. To I was half expecting to be like a spider, a half spider or snake or some nonsense under there. No, so he, I mean, he, he, he basically, he slowly just like leans on the, on the yeah, chest yeah, yeah, yeah. and like opens it up and pulls out the infernal puzzle box. It is exactly as you pictured it in your mind, Sam, with that vision. As mentioned, just this black steel monstrosity. He says, I do not know if you know much about puzzle boxes, but they, if opened incorrectly, are disastrous for the one who tries to do so. 
so I have not attempted yet. Yeah. He says, I do not see this lightly, but it is beyond my ability to do so. So best of all, I know that the answer that to how it was done lies within that box, and I know that also that that shield plays a significant part as well, which is why these were the most important artifacts brought from El Terrell before its destruction. When you say it's bad if you get it wrong, is it like boom, explosion trap bad, or is it like... I um, mean, they are booby trapped, yes. You see, that is the whole point. A lock beckons, a lock challenges, whereas a puzzle, it entices. It entices, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And so... It is part of the devil's plan to put important things in. Not impossible. It cannot be. For there has to be a way to open it. Otherwise, the point is lost. But no, no, no. However many souls are lost trying to open it is uh, all the better for the devil that did it. Now, Ben. Yo. Can you please give me a investigation check? Yep. Uh, 12, but I'll re-roll that for with inspiration if it's not enough. No, no. What, what did you... So you got a 12 overall? Yeah. Okay, no. In, insufficient. 16. 16. Great. Okay, then. In that case, Ben, you are very certain, now that you are looking at it in person, mm-hmm. that you have seen a box or pictures of a box like this. Actually, no, you, you have seen a box like this before in the past. Oh. Because I I tend to forget, but you were raised and tutored mm-hmm. in Candlekeep, yes? Yes. Great. So you know... It's only tutored anyway. Yes. So you know that there is an expert in the Nine Hells, a tiefling, appropriately mm-hmm. enough, a, a tiefling sage in Candlekeep that is an expert in all things the Nine Hells. Cool. You encountered her on several occasions and you know her very well Excellent. because she is obsessed with everything to do with Elturel and everything to do and everything to do with uh, the, the, Hell Riders. the Nine Hells and the Hell Riders and all that kind of thing. So she, that's basically her entire scholarly pursuit. She is somebody who, you know, we'll say that you've gotten along with in the past. Nice. Um, you're both incredible intellects so I imagine that you would either get along very well or get along very poorly (laughs) or maybe a bit of both but professional um, rivalry professional rivalry respects yeah Um, and so you know for a fact that she has opened puzzle boxes before Mm. or at least has seen them and in fact she would be considered one of the world's leading experts on these things and so if it is dangerous to open it without uh, mm-hmm. proper instruction or without proper skill, yep. uh, she would definitely be the one that would be able to do so. Using uh, telekinesis, assuming this puzzle box weighs less than 10 pounds, I yes. shall take it from his hand mm-hmm. without touching it, carefully deposit it within the bag of holding that um, Adelise has open. Perfect. Yep. You, 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 do, you do that, indeed. Uh, in response to him, I'll simply say, yes, beyond your intellect. <laughs> yes. Whereas you know that this tiefling, whose name, by the way, is Silvira Savakas. Silvira Silvira Savakas. Yep. She is a, a scholar on many things, including outer planes. But in particular, uh, she is an incredible Elturel and Hell Nine Hells historian. Excellent. And what of Zariel? What part does she play in this? She is behind it all. However, why? I do not know. What? And that is something that I have been trying to get my mother to expound upon. You see, the destruction of a city is much more uh, a demon's That's method what... of operations rather than a devil. Devils seek to tempt, entice, dominate. Devils are about tyranny and enslavement. Demons are about destruction. I actually cannot fathom as to why hell would want to destroy a city on the material plane. Because it seems to me, it seems to Silvertongue, and also to me because I don't know much about it, I'm pretty ignorant on some of the cosmogony and cosmology here. Mm-hmm. Um, my, mother would, my mother would only answer, frustratingly, that it will all be revealed in time. 
you've got a devil who's presumably a fallen angel of some description mm-hmm. ruling over hell. Okay, they're the Duke. That's kind of like the pinnacle. Why are we messing mm-hmm. around blowing up cities on Earth? It doesn't. And then you have an angel that led a charge into hell at some point. Mm. Is that connected? And so I guess yes. yes. Yeah. Avanus has greater problems than the material plane. Avanus is engaged in the front line against the demons and against, in the blood war. And who will rise again? I'm sorry. Over your temple. That's where falls can rise again. I believe this is reference to Zariel herself. Many archdevils were formerly angels or solars or planetars. I would like to cast Message. Yeah. Which I don't believe calls for a spoken... uh, More to the point, it doesn't allow him to hear it unless you whisper back. Yeah. So he'll know that the spell is cast, but not the contents of it. Great. And really, it's just to Silvertongue. Galgoth, we suspect, may not, in fact, be a devil, but a demon. Mm. And surely he has fallen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. They're good enough for me. Uh, yes. I, I, do, you want to, do you want to do that and um, get old flame Zodge over here? Well, maybe it's just that they want to get out of hell, because hell is down, right? Mm-hmm. And so they want to get back out, so they'll raise again, like come out of hell. That's actually a pretty good reason. Hell is down and everything else is up. Oh, Doctor, you wonderful, simple dwarf. <laughs> he might be right, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's a pretty good reading of it. Mm. We're going to call over my good friend. He will be Flames Zodge. <laughs> and he's going to arrest you. He says, of course, an excellent, excellent choice as he is uncorrupted, despite my mother's best influence. But there we go. Uh, immune to bribes, you see. He comes from a wealthy family, and so oh. can afford to <laughs> give up luxuries that uh, being in our pocket can afford one. What are the matter of your imps? I don't imagine that they'll enjoy being uh, imprisoned to a lifetime of servitude. No, my alliance with them is is exactly that. Uh, an alliance. I believe that that will be broken once that I'm once I'm imprisoned. And then, of course, any retribution they individually want to seek against you will be outside my control. Uh, anything you want to insight on that one, Insidey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the great insight. I really don't have, like, out of character, I really don't have that many bonuses to insight. I'm I sorry, have... I rolled a critical fail. Right. I have a negative one. I've got a plus one. He says, he says, Zodge is fine. He is, un- he is uncorrupted. Get him right. to come. He takes a breath for a second and then just... Um, Drops the sanctuary, yes. which, by the way, would probably be over by now. But he chooses to he drop chooses. it at 59 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he drops it and says... Not because I have to. He says, I submit myself to your justice. Allow myself to get into the chair, perhaps. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He, he sort of slowly gets into the wheelchair. It's sort of the, the combat wheelchair. I was also preferring if we could avoid yeah. not kill some guy with a wheelchair in a bedroom. Fun little quirk. What do you know? I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, clearly evil, you, but I would you, still feel worse about you it. Can yeah, you, found being, a yeah. you can see Rhea being likewise conflicted. She just sort of like, yeah. Yeah, I can't, no. Yeah, yeah. And this once again, I'll say for all for the greater good. I know that evil people often say that, but, but, we're going to find out a lot of information that could stop this happening again. You can work your frustration out on me later. <laughs> She raises That's not gonna skeptical go eyebrows. I will raise so, so it's very simple eyebrows then. at her. Very simple then. So we, we, give the, we, we give the shield to the nearest temple of good and have it questioned. And you, we also then take the puzzle box to Kambuki. The puzzle box and the shield seem to be two parts of the same puzzle. If we mean to unravel the mystery of the puzzle box, I hasten to think that the shield will be necessary. How do we explain to Raya that this is a plot device and we can't? Well, <laughs> I, I well, I've just literally explained it. That... No, it's funny because yeah. like, I'm, I'm just being realistic. Like, I know. She, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she would work against yeah. my own intentions by, yeah. just, by, by doing like the logical thing. And I'll say to her, look, and until we get Shuri out of the shield, it needs to stay with us. Who's to say that separating it from us when this thing has chosen us means that she will not be able to return? Much as that might suit my uh, 
calendar. Okay, she says... <laughs> Your calendar! She well, says, someone's optimistic. my schedule. <laughs> yeah. Very well. But before we... I insist on coming with you to Candlekeep, if that is the case, if that is the next stage. Hurrah! Stage of our journey. But before leaving the city, we must ensure that all of the refugees are safe. But of course, why don't you go sort out the refugees now and leave us to this interrogation-y kind of part of it? <laughs> Tocman starts rolling up his sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, in that case, then, in that case, she says, "Well, once Flames Dodge gets here, so she yeah, can yeah, safely, okay. that she can go follow up the refugee lost end, lost plot threads, yeah, and yeah. we can focus on this." Okay. Right. Doctor doesn't have sleeves. No, he doesn't. So, all right. We are to meet, as you mentioned, Flames Dodge uh, at the Osong Tavern just before dawn with word of uh, what we've accomplished. This does change the plan uh, somewhat, but I see no overall uh, harm in just simply... We have to get Zodge from uh, there anyway, and then we just have to tell Zodge that likely, in all likelihood, the jig is up as far as uh, as far as Duke Phantom Four being dead, Krieg being dead, the bodies, the blood, all manner of things. We just take Thurston to him, sure. Yeah, that's exactly what we just say, hey, we don't want you to ask Better than hard evidence, we yeah. have testimony. Yeah. Testimony and hard evidence, and that's and that's indisputable. Yeah, and that's and that's ultimately what I'm proposing. Oh, let's do it. We'll just walk out here with him. Yep. Sweet. Yep. So you take him, basically. Yeah. And you, yeah, he he will come with you. I mean, you if, you push, he'll, if you push, if you push wheelchair, yeah, great. So you out of interest. How does he get down from the second floor? Uh, you have to carry him. No, oh. he's. I, I, I imagine doctor. The wheel the wheelchair is just for the upper floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll carry both down. Yeah, you take well, the chair. Doctor can probably just carry him in the. Oh yes, that too. You know, it's sort of like a Renaissance. Um, mm. I guess what do you call it? Powder punk wheelchair, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Leonardo da Vinci style. If Le- yeah. picture of Leonardo they had those da Vinci, in Victorian era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but it's, but it's old, mostly for old people. My point Super is, it's mostly heavy. it's mostly wood. So yeah. you, but yeah. two strong people can lift it up and carry yeah. it down. Yeah. Well, one in this case. Yeah, one, very strong. I'm pretty confident we're all at eight strength. The guards do not question no, no, you no. at all as you walk out into. The rain. <laughs> Into the rain. Um, so Thurswell says, Oh, I have not had the rain on my face in several years. This will be interesting. Enjoy your freedom while I can. Well, enjoy your freedom uh, while you can, I guess. I'm not covering him. No. <laughs> uh, so Rhea departs, and yeah. you just escort him down the city streets. Like, you walk all the way through the manor district. And uh, Are you presenting as the Duke? I think leaving the estate, yes. certainly. Once we get outside, mm-hmm. I will change myself to look like a really matronly... Uh, <coughs> You've put the idea in my head. Oh, like but a nurse. Like a nurse, like like Trunchbull, who you oh, like, you know, like a big, yeah. powerful nurse pushing. Okay. So that's, that's who I am. I'm like okay. his personal. Walk slowly. So I assume yeah. the rest of you take your robes yes. off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stash yeah. them, though. And if there's any type of, I don't know, if an umbrella exists within um, the current frame of technology, but if there is one by the door, I'm definitely taking it. Yep. Uh, there are parasols and umbrellas, so we'll say there's one near the door. Why Excellent. Not? You take one. Um, so you so you have an umbrella. Um, everyone else, so you, you wander down the city streets. You get to the gate, because it's nighttime, and normally the manor district is locked off at nighttime. So when he, however, mm-hmm. comes to go down, down, you can notice that the, 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 there's a couple of flaming fists that are guarding the gate that leads to the lower city, mm-hmm. and they look at him and say, Oh, I, I didn't recognize you. And he just, you know, commands them to open yeah. the gate. They do. They don't question. They look fucking weirded out that he's there. <laughs> but no, so you you make your way all the way down through the dark gothic streets of Baldur's Gate. As you can hear the screams of muggings and alleyways and, you know, I know Batman-like figures um. perched on, <laughs> perched on <laughs> building tops. It's the room. Um, lightning crashes. Yeah. So eventually you get outside the Elf Song Tavern. It, now, it is about maybe three in the morning or so. Mm-hmm. And you can see as soon as you get there, 
that there is a very large armored looking wagon, like a carriage with with four, you know, large horses that are drawn on. And you can see Zodge is standing next to it, uh, apparently waiting for you, just kind of sitting Mm. there. You recognize it as Zodge, even though he's got his travelers cloak on Mm. and his hood up. When you get, when when you get there, he just waves at you, beckons for you to come over. Uh, I I mean, I assume you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird that he's come with a gigantic wagon. But yeah, it's a huge wagon. Like it's the kind of wagon that could sit you know, like a small platoon, basically. Yeah. Six wheels, basically. You know. Okay, so it's not a prisoner carrying device, it's, it's a troop it's, carrying device. It, exactly. It is armoured, so it could probably double for both, yeah. but it is a six-wheeled carriage, which is you know, braced with iron and reinforced. Six horses dragging it, but no. So he yeah, beckons you over as you get to him. He says, trust me. Hmm? He points and says, were you successful? Yes or no? We have, uh, obviously, First Wild with us in our custody. Yeah, he looks... That we can hide him. Now he, he looks to him like, like raises an eyebrow and says, He stays here. Be honest and forthcoming. Entirely. Uh-oh. And with that, he opens, he opens the carriage and gets in. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone of importance is in there. Yeah. Indeed. Let's get in. Do you get in? Yeah. yeah. So all of you, all of you get in. Doctor into lifts a uh, swivel like, Oh, hang on. Does he stay outside? He's supposed to stay outside. He was told to be. He, he points at him and says. Are there guards around? No. We can't leave so, him so, on the street. So first of all, well, one of you can stay out with him. First of all, just kind of crosses his arms. Doctor will stay out. Okay, you doctor. don't need Doctor in there. No, no. Okay, He's okay. done enough damage today. First of all, looks to you and says, I shall remain. I'm not going to get very far or very fast. You should stay out. Stay out. Stay out. But yeah, you, but you stay out. Stay out. You I'll know. stay with him. So that's a good idea, yeah. just in case. He's a caster, of course, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Now remember, the plan's not to attack me. <laughs> Don't a, worry. See, now that you said that, that <laughs> I just the idea of attacking you in my head, I just want to do it. Don't worry, that's why I'm here. <laughs> okay, so you stay outside as yes. well? Yes. Okay, she's holding me back. <laughs> when you... So you two then... Yep. Enter the, enter the carriage after him. And inside the carriage, which is very large, uh, there is only one other figure who I think that perhaps, Ben, you would recognize... No, mm-hmm. no, no, honestly, I don't think you would recognize Fair it. enough. So it's she warm. is a very, very severe-looking tough lady who is in her late 40s. She has brown hair that is going grey on the sides and she's got really piercing dark brown eyes. She mm-hmm. is dressed in basically a flaming fist, like full plate armour with gigantic, you know, World of Warcraft style pauldrons and a cape. Does she, she have a tan? She does have a tan. She has quite yeah. she has quite tan skin. Yeah. And she is a commander. Yes. But her symbol looks very, very like like different, as though she doesn't quite fit into the hierarchy of the flaming fist in Baldwin. She's cape. the commander returned the- from um Yes. She was supposed to be within a 10-day... Yeah, she was the Tomb of Annihilation continent, which no. I've forgotten the name of. Oh, righty. That's What's the continent called? Uh, uh, Chot. Chot. She's from Chot. Yes. Yeah. Hence you, me asking about Tan. You guessed it in one. It is, in fact, Liara Porter. Porter. Yeah. Niece... Of the Grand Duke Porter. Well, of the... Duke yeah, Porter. sorry. Duke, Duke Porter, indeed. Yes. Uh, so she sits there, arms crossed, looking at you very severely, and she says, Well, I suppose that you are the ragamuffins that have been causing all manner of hell to erupt in my city. Ragamuffins? Preventing hell erupting more like. She says, Sit down. That just, was actually pretty close. Oh, I will. Just sit <laughs> down. Hodge says, May I introduce Commander Port? We were not expecting her so soon. Martrava was aided by magical means due to the rather extreme circumstances of my city's peril, so I've decided to come here sooner rather than later and so far quietly you understand I understand she points outside explain in your own words what has gone on so far i would hear it from you and, he, and she points at uh zodge and says you will not react or even look at them look out the window 
<laughs> and he, and he, he looks at the window. Proceed, Dad. We traveled from Elturel. Some was it a three-day uh, journey? I think it was overland. Ah, uh, from where you? Yeah, 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 from, yeah, yeah from you. Bringing a cadre of refugees from the destroyed city to the gates of Baldur's Gate. There, we discovered that there was something of a queue to get in there. Fortunately, we had made the acquaintance of Flame Zodge. He was a reputable uh, chap, a member of the Flaming Fist, and he approached us in what I imagined was a fit of desperation, given that many in the Flaming Fist organization have been corrupted. While you were saying this, I'm just going to shift like I did before. Yes. I'm going to shift through all the faces of the people's he names. Nice. Oh, interesting. So you say Flame Zodge, Nobby Zodge, the refugees, the yep. corrupted people, the people I saw in the temple, this like, yeah. If she's surprised by this, she doesn't realize. No, but just to, just you know, you, but, but, she, but she watches you and takes it all into account. You can see her sort of clicking everything over. And yeah. nothing else is proof that I've met these people. Yeah. I can only imitate people I've seen. This is so true. This is like... Continue, Ben. Zodge had been investigating a series of murders, ritual sacrifices that had been uh, befalling direct descendants of the Hellriders that survived Elturel's uh, incineration. He approached us with an offer. To allow us entry into Baldur's Gate for ourselves and our refugees in exchange for being deputised as members of the Flaming Fist. Zodge approached us with the notion of investigating these murders, these sacrifices, and in exchange for which he allowed us entry into Baldur's Gate and put us in touch with an informant who had some information uh, about those very, those very things. We rendezvoused with the informant at the Elfsong Tavern. Whereupon she confided with us uh, suspicion uh, with the Vanthampur family that the uh, Vanthampurs had expressed interest in refugees, particularly direct descendants of the Hellriders, and was able to provide us with information as to Amric's interests in the form of the Low Lantern Tavern as well as the bathhouse that he maintained control over. We investigated the bathhouse and discovered that there was an intricate network of uh, labyrinthine sacrificial chambers dedicated to Merkel, Baal, and Bane. Has that been cleansed? As far as we are aware, everyone that we have met has died. And on top of that... Now that makes us sound bad, mm? but... Yes. <laughs> Flame Zodge was then, uh, was then informed as to the location and, I assume, sent word uh, to his men to investigate and clean up any stragglers. <laughs> so he says, uh, yes, the temple no longer exists. They are all dead or in prison, Come on, Commander. Yeah, good. Continue. We rescued friends of ours, and then uh, from there, rendezvoused with Flane Zodge to let him know of our findings, at which point Zodge charged us with dealing with the Vantham Paws. That is to say, to eliminate them. It was a rather large gamble on your on your part, Zodge, that I would not find that particular course of action extreme. As it turns out, we are in alignment with your decision. Please continue. Were you successful? Both Amric and Duke Vanthampore are dead. Mortlock, Vanthampore remains uh, remains at liberty owing to the invaluable information that he provided without which we couldn't have affected that Amerikan, the Duke's death. And who granted him this liberty? Zodge. Uh, we took a proposal to Zodge and he agreed. Okay, so she looks to Zodge and says, and the condition of his liberty was what exactly? It, was he to leave the city never to return? Indeed. And provide whatever information that would be useful in fulfilling, in fulfilling uh, ending his family's machinations. One question then. Did his information prove reliable? Duke Vanthampore is dead as is Amaric. His information was above reproach. Understood. In that case then? Even if he was not. The agreement made shall stand. I will see to it. Continue. We approached the Low Lantern and were able to 
ingratiate ourselves into Amrick's personal quarters, whereupon we slew him and liberated another associate of ours, friend, perhaps more. Because, I mean, yeah, because Raya is not there, but yep, yeah, sorry, yeah, continue. And then decided to press the advantage by taking a, uh, press the advantage by following Mortlock's directions to uh, invade the sewers underneath the Vanthampore estate, where the cults was being quartered and undertaking its dark and foul uh, rituals. Cult of what? The cult of Zariel. And this was underneath the Vanthampore estate. Indeed. There is a labyrinthine network that we have extensively mapped. <laughs> <laughs> and in your opinion, has the threat underneath the Vanthampore manor been dealt with? Not completely. There's a spine devil and six naked cultists left. That much I know. At least the, more than that. I shall not ask why they are naked, but I will ask you... They're not naked, they're in their underwear. I will ask, would a contingent of my reliable flaming fists being able to clean up the mess that you have left there? A spine devil plus 12 cultists, though if they haven't already had the alarm raised, you'll find them slumbering in their beds. Alright, and then what? The temple was undertaking some sort of ritual, a midnight mass, the purpose of which is unclear. Second to that, Duke of Anthempore was conducting uh, dark rituals with another fiend, which we were able to deal with when we dealt with the Duke. And what was that fiend? It was a spined devil. Alright, continue. From there, after our extensive mapping of the sewers beneath. We were able to make our way up into the manor where we secured Thirstwile, who has offered his full cooperation. Uh, and what does he want in return? Other than to uh, not be subjected to the death penalty, he is happy to serve out the remainder of his days in prison. Okay, she frowns for a second and says, All right, well, such a promise is above yours to make. I would ask your opinion. Do you think there is any danger? In having him imprisoned as opposed to killed? Almost certainly. But at the same time, the greater danger is the information that Thirstwall takes with him to the grave. As I am to understand that there are others within Baldur's Gate that the Duke called upon who are allied with. She says, wait, so he is willing to offer any and all names, information and such? He has said as much. <sighs> he seems quite eager, in fact. Indeed. I suppose in that case, then he will be likely to have merely a delayed death penalty. I will, I will see that he is placed in an appropriate section of our justice system, but he will not be subjected to the death penalty then. You missed out the best part, Ash. Oh, I shudder to think what I could have <laughs> left out. The big surprise, who was behind the destruction of Eltariel. Indeed, you are correct in that regard. In addition to dealing with the Duke, we discovered that... We discovered that Thavius Krieg, the head of the Order of Tormund, Eltarel, was the one responsible for its destruction, the means of which we are still learning about. The High Observer of Eltarel, Thavius Krieg himself, was responsible for Eltarel's destruction. His guilt in this is... Uh, is manifestly clear. Saw his head explode ourselves. Okay, she blinks. Yeah, there's a reaction. <laughs> and says, yeah, and says, why did his head explode? He, uh, Torb, or I guess Zariel, blew it up. He was switching sides. His head was spinning around so fast as he kept betraying one for the other when he thought he was in trouble. I guess one of them got sick of his nonsense. All right. What physical evidence do you have apart from the temple? His feet? They're pretty much intact. We have in his possession both his robes of office and his holy symbol that was found within quarters that have been set aside for him prior to his incarceration at the hands of Duke Vanthampore. All right. I thank you. I trust that they've been adequately compensated. Not yet, Commander. I've not yet given them their reward, but it is certainly due. All right. Well, double it. 
But most importantly, how was Elturel destroyed and his mass city next? It would seem that there is some disagreement or some confusion as to how Elturel itself was destroyed. Not even Thavius seemed to have a complete understanding of what he had done, only that it had been done. All right. And so how can we find who is left for us to find this information from? It seems that you've killed all the cultists. Admirable, and I do not disagree with this course of action, but I was at least hoping that perhaps the method of your city's destruction could perhaps have been uncovered. I imagine that Thirstwile may have more to say on the subject. And there are no other clues that you have uncovered that could lead us to an answer as to how it was done? I mean, are you deliberately leaving out the... I kind of am, yes. No, you can can do so. Of course you can. I feel like the moment I produce the box is the moment we lose the box. Yeah, probably. Uh. He did extort us to... Extort us rather to... Uh, but then, yeah, that is giving a considerable amount of power to Thirstwell over us, which I'm not wild about. Because he, he, he will definitely... Because if he has to say what happens, he's going to have to mention the shield in the box. All right. Uh, yes. Then I am then I am going to produce the puzzle box. Okay. As you go to reach for it, a voice in your head says, Don't. You'll lose it. I had a feeling I was going to say that too. You cannot trust this woman. She's evil. Yeah. I can sense it. You're full of garbage talking shield. (laughs) (laughs) He says out loud. (laughs) Shut up, shield. I guess the problem is that first of all, in order to tell the truth, has to mention all these items. Yeah, and then that's the moment. But what we can do is talk about the shield because it's bonded to us. Yeah, but even then, I mean... Well, so the shield ain't the boss of you. You can ignore him. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we should do because we're going to get found out. Like, it's not going to be a secret for long. Yeah. So let's be... talk about the shield rather than the box. I feel like either way it's going to go badly. True. Right, let, let, me, let me have a yeah. whirl. Okay. You want to go for it? Yeah, right, I'll, I'll have a whirl with this part of it. Like, with Thavius, he seemed to be taking something structured from this here beautiful golden shield. It has a devil trapped in it, I think, or some kind of demon lord or some nonsense. It seems to have bonded to me. It seems to know. So I think our next course of action will be go and investigate this, figure out exactly what it knows. So if you ensure the safety of your city and, you know, get Thirstwell's testimony and what he knows, then we'll try with this sly dog. Okay, she, uh, give me a persuasion check. Yeah. You may have advantage, for you have done good works, and she is not dis- disappointed with anything that you have described to her so far. Yeah, and we're being fully honest about this. She, here, yeah, right? she's, appear- she's appreciating your candor and your ruthlessness. <laughs> Both things she respects. Um, so I'll take the 18, Great. not the 5, mm-hmm. um, and that will come up at uh, 23. Okay, she leans back and says, All right, so you are lucky. I have nothing but respect and admiration for adventurers. I've had good dealings with them in the past, so I will trust you. If you say that you can find answers with that shield and take it into your custody preferably outside of my city for the time being, then I will leave you to your devices. However, I implore you two things. Number one, do everything you can to avoid Baldur's Gate from falling subject to the same fate as your city. In order to ensure this, but also simultaneously reward you, I will be very generous with the admission of refugees. I shall allow all of them. In fact, we will find the space. There are enough housing down by the docks that we could find some temporary housing before we can set them up as labour or whatever else they can do for to prove their usefulness. It's really yeah, I'll say that's mm. fantastic. Which Very of course she leans forward, which of course will now make them citizens of Baldur's Gate. So the onus will be on you to make sure that they, being in this city, 
do not suffer the same fate as their relatives. We will take this shield and the other paraphernalia we found. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Well, I was actually going to no, actually seriously in in your head, Galgor says, "Oh, good." Yeah. <laughs> to Candlekeep, I believe was your plan. Indeed. If there and we shall an- quit the city's bounds. If there are answers to be found, I suspect the greatest library in Faerun is the best place to start. In that case, reward them. And you are given... So originally it was 300 gold each. You are now given 600 gold each. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, there is a strong box in here that mm-hmm. they pull out and that you are given. I have a request that you set off first thing come morning. Now, we definitely need a rest, okay? We've been at this for a while. Okay. And we... <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it, but we have managed to successfully close out one of the greatest threats of your city in the space of a night. But we will quit as soon as we're rested and she, she, she says, and you arrived just before sunset last night. Yeah. Quite. Quite a good night's work, I would say. Yes. The sort of so. competence that I expect in adventuring companies that I associate with. Very well. Rest and rest well. Do you have accommodation that is suitable to your great deeds? Yeah, just point outside. Yeah. We do. All right, then. Well... In that case, bring in the cripple. And with that, you know, they, he is, uh, Zodge basically just like, you know, hoists him in. Basically. Uh, the chair is brought into the wagon itself. Just for the record, I was going to tell her about the box. Mm. But she actually kind of gave us everything we wanted. She actually yeah. kind of just gave us everything we wanted. So no. I'm right. just throwing in the other paraphernalia because I don't want to lie to her. No, I get you. Uh, so. No, it was a really good one, that. <laughs> that was very, very good. Then she also pulls out a small wooden whistle. Oh. This will have three uses of the sending spell before it is spent. You will use that to report to me with any and all information that you uncover during your investigations, should you die before all answers are given to you. Shall we so? Okay. With that, she nods and says, may all the guards watch over you. Yeah, thank you. We could use them. Yeah, with that, you leave. You walk walk out of the carriage and you, uh, I guess, are you going to the elf song? Yeah, you have a yeah. room, you have the yes. key. I'll say yeah. goodbye to Thirstfall. I'll be like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, have a nice life in prison, I guess. Uh, so, you, so you hear him conversing yeah, with her yeah, a little yeah. bit. He says, so, I will offer you records, everything. Will you keep to the promise that they have made? She says, I will evaluate, but it is entirely likely that you will live out the rest of your days alive in prison. The best I could have hoped for. And with that, he just gives you a little nod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she made deals with two out of the three brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> The door closes and the wagon goes off into the rainy night. You mm-hmm. go into the Elf Song Tavern and then, fu- and, and so it's it's after hours. It's yeah. like three in the morning. So you are allowed in, obviously, but there's nobody downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is some damn sleep. Yeah, exactly. So you go up to your room. Do you say anything before you uh, I think I'm, fall unconscious? Well, I think I'm taking one of those bottles of wine and pouring us a little glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, 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 do you get out like one of the, one of the really good ones? Uh, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I, I feel or are you like they won't appreciate? Yeah, that. <laughs> they it, it was better than anything that I've ever tasted. But it's certainly not better than anything I've ever tasted. I I I have to question why. <laughs> like I I know I know Adelaide's won't have any just for temperance's sake, but it's just like pulling out this ex, like just this wonderful bottle of wine, and the barkeep's like. What'd you get? Well, what? Just give us like a yeah. What's going on there? I don't, okay. I don't have that. So you have a long rest. Yeah. Oh, that good long rest. Oh, you awaken in the morning, and the rain has stopped. 
Oh, it, is a, it is a nice, bright, sunny day. Mm-hmm. The sunbeams filter in through the uh, slightly opaque window with the bars in front of it, of course, for security. And uh, you can already hear the bustle from downstairs. We'll say you have a little bit of a sleep in. You know, you're not getting up at the crack of dawn after that of course not. very okay. eventful and tiring evening. Like so, t- 10, 10. Yeah. Nine, ten, seven hours sleep's yeah. enough. And so, unfortunately, Shuri has yet to appear. But, mm. you know, you, you must press on. Uh, you outfit yourselves, you get strapped, you, you know, yeah. you... Uh, Can we do a little shop before we go? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, is there a couple of opportunities for... Yeah, shopping is one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you were at all geared for this, and I imagine Nadia might also have an interest in this. I think both of us have family within Baldur's Gate. Almost certainly, yeah. Mm. And I'd like to pay a visit to Rhea before... With that, all you mooks hanging around with me. So. Understood. Understood. Wink. I mean, yeah. So basically, you 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 get up, you go downstairs, and you can see that Rhea is actually downstairs oh, good. on a table waiting for you. On um, a table. Well, that's, at, that's at a saucy mix. That's saucy mix. <laughs> she's like lying sideways, goddess style on the table. No, so no, she she's actually there with Magden, the elderly ah, matriarch of the refugees that, that you particularly escorted. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. So the two of them are there enjoying a breakfast. They wave you over. Rhea obviously you know, greets you with a hug and a kiss yeah. as you go to sit down. She says, have you heard? All the refugees are allowed in. They've all been granted sanctuary. Was you this- arms out, fingers crossed <laughs> together, stretch. You know, just describing it for the record. Uh, <laughs> she says, was this your doing? You better was. <laughs> we'll just wander on past. Yeah, just so- and just bye. Magden says, like, we cannot thank you enough. This is remarkable. I mean, we've been put up in a very basic accommodation, but all outside the city walls. There are some that choose to remain outside the walls for now until they're moving on to other places, but the vast majority and more have come too. There is close to 3,000 refugees in total. More than I thought survived the destruction. There were more in the outlying farmlands and on the roads. This is all... I suppose a silver lining to everything, says Magnum. Mm. The word hero gets thrown around a lot, I feel. <laughs> you will stay, of course, in the city now and make Alas, sure... we cannot. We must stop this tragedy befalling to this city as well. We leave for Candlekeep you know, within the day. Uh, Rhea says, but we will not tell you anything else it is probably best that our mission be kept secret for now but just know that we are doing everything to be uh, to be sure that this city does not suffer the same fate as elsewhere and the flaming fist uh, if Magnus says it, it, wait, wait a second is that a concern is that something that could have happened? Not with me on the case. Don't you worry about it, Magnus. <laughs> this is quite where I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be hanging around for a little bit as well, though. Yeah, yeah. You do, of course. So, so you reassure her. Yeah, you reassure her. that yeah. you know so, you're now citizens of Baldur's Gate. You're yeah. all the, I'll sort of tell her, let the people know they can go to the Flaming Fists. The mm-hmm. Flaming Fists. This is a deal contingent because of this. So mm-hmm. you know, don't suffer needlessly and all the rest of it and then, absolutely yes. great and so yeah echoing exactly what silver tongue is saying but probably just one last thing to uh magnum yes you're right there is blessing if one could call uh such things a blessing that there is enough of elterel that has survived but elterel itself there is not but ashes it feels wrong to refer to ourselves as the elite of a fireplace that has uh, long since gone out mm-hmm. So, for the times that we return to Baldur's Gate, should you have need of us, ask for the Elturel Embers, and we will fan, nice. yeah, we will fan the flames of justice until we have found 
them that is responsible for the destruction of our city and see them scorched. Nice. Uh, that's really cool. So the Elterel Embers is now your group name. Also, Estavius. Stop saying he's a good guy. His other are probably still praying to him or I whatever. Know, Thavius, uh, I, I hope that you rest comfortably in the afterlife. You know what? I Protect like, our city to the end. I'm going to say, by the way, he was a terrible person. I'm not going to say he was responsible. Like, terrible person. Stop saying he's a good person. Okay, so with that then, uh, we will say that you have a nice breakfast, a well-earned yeah. mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. And then you, you get up. And you're going to leave, maybe do some shopping before you leave. We've got about our tasks. I think we've each got things to do. Are there any final, I guess, like shopping bits that we can get to before you you leave? Do we want to, is there an opportunity for doing something family-wise or would you prefer to move on to the next part? Oh, no, there's an opportunity to do something for something family-wise. Absolutely, of course you can. But I tell you what, for now, we'll leave that until next week. We'll likely have Nadia back with us. Right. Hang on, no way. I want to go on a date with Ray without Nadia being back with us. Get there, the shield won. Get out of it. Nice. Take the shield with you. It kind of counts as she's along. <laughs> so, uh, as you make preparations to do your final tasks mm. and your final communications with whatever friends and family you have before you temporarily uh, say goodbye to them to go on a little trip to Candlekeep, we will say that you are. Uh, ready to face the day and well rested so cool so there is definitely something shopping wise you want to go first though yeah shopping wise I think Tom was wrapping it up I was wrapping it up but that's good no you can shop you asked you can shop no no you know what you know what let's deal with whatever you want to buy yeah I mean that's Mm -hmm. that's that's easy we have some time Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so if we want to start clean we can yeah. So what, what, what shopping would people like to do before? What equipment, provisions, etc. would you like to get before you leave? Spell components. Uh, yes. Health potions. Uh, so let's see. How much gold do we have? I was just about to tell you. I figure you might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm just making a quick note that we've got 600 gold pieces each. So that's 600 GP times five. So is that 3,000 gold pieces? Yeah, five times six. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so in addition to the 50 gold that we initially received from Zodge, uh, we have 4,500 silver pieces, 10 eye agates, which are worth 50 gold, so that's another 500 gold, mm-hmm. 1,250 silver pieces, that's 125 mm-hmm. uh, gold, an additional 50 gold pieces, and 2,400 uh, copper pieces. Yes, so that's 100. 100, so that'd be 24. 10 yeah. copper to a silver, 10 yeah. silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 340 gold, which we took from the Duke. Yep. Uh, 1,600 gold coins from the Vault. And then a total, then for this session, yeah. 3,000 gold pieces. Okay, so... So it's 3,000... Oh, sorry, 6,139 gold. Holy crap. <laughs> Collectively. What, did you get 6,139? Uh, yes. That might be the first time I've ever arrived at the same sum, sum uh, same total as anyone else. Nice. Fantastic. So divide well, we that by five. Pretty much lock that in. Well, that's a very tidy sum overall, so let's wrap it up there for now. Thank you everyone for playing and scene. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.